Welcome to episode 92 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's uh, Saturday's episode, people, but it's Sunday. It's Sunday, 22nd of March, 2000, 2020. And uh, we're still in lockdown here, people, in the UK. Um, I don't know how you're getting on around the world, people listening, um, tuning in. Uh, Singapore, Nigeria, India, all over the place, aren't we? I hope you're uh, coping well uh, out there. Um, We are still in lockdown, deep, 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 deep down in the bowels of Briggs Towers, um, sitting next to an Iron Maiden at the moment. It goes that far back in history, uh, Briggs Towers. Um, So... um, yeah, I've uh, I've uh, obviously not been gigging. Uh, starting to climb the walls a little bit. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a bit strange. Um, obviously, um, I wouldn't be out of the house anyway because the old operation, um, which is uh, healing nicely. That's the one good thing about sitting on my ass. Um, sitting here all day, you realise Netflix doesn't, isn't that great. You know what I mean? It's not that fantastic. It's all right. But when you cherry pick the things you want, if you watch, if you don't watch it constantly all day, like I've been doing, it's all right. But after a while, man, it's the same old shit. I don't know, people, I don't know. I'm finding things to do. I know people out there are finding things to do. Being a bit more creative and shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's things in a pipeline, people. Things in a pipeline. Um, just trying to stay away from people. Well, it's kind of weird. It's been a y- it's a yin and yang, isn't it? We've got to keep this social distancing two metres apart, haven't we? You can't walk. Now we've got the social shaming of people taking pictures of people holding hands and shit. What are these people doing? It's just another... <laughs> this is the irony of it, right? This is the irony of the situation where people, like, at the start of this year was slagging off Boris Johnson for being a fucking idiot. Our Prime Minister here in the UK. Um, our Prime Minister for knowing fuck all. And now he is the oracle of everything. And everybody is taking his word as gospel. Um... I don't know about the social distancing people. I'm kind of like socially distant anyway. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, there's not many people. Um, uh, mother came round on Saturday. I oh, know. We're breaking all the rules in the Briggs family, I tell you. Um, uh, she came round. Uh, it's my nan's birthday on Tuesday. She's 98. Um, she wants me to... Uh, uh, I'll be popping around to see her. But you can't do that, Ben. You can't. I can do what I like if she's okay with it, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, my, nan, my nan's not the sort of person who wants to chat through a fucking door or some double glazing. Uh, so I'll be popping around to see my nan. Um, although I've barely been out of the house, to be perfectly honest. I've been to the local shop. Uh, I've been up to Sainsbury's. As soon as they closed, I went up Sainsbury's Saturday night. As soon as they closed the pubs on Friday, by the time I got up to Sainsbury's supermarket on Saturday night, the wine had fucking gone. 
It was like it was like a pissheads convention had like pulled up in a fucking minibus outside, got off and then got on back on again with everything. Oh fucking hell, that's pulled the stitches a little bit. Um oh, oh dear. Uh yeah, so uh all oh, the wine's gone, uh the beer was gone. Um I'm gonna have to sit back a little bit here and get a little bit more comfortable. Uh the old scar's been a bit stingy today, people. Um yeah, so um yeah, going up to uh, uh, Sainsbury's. Fuck me, man. It was like the end of the world. Somebody had organised a piss-up on the last day before the sun fucking explodes and everybody wanted to get fucking hammered. Uh, the whole nation. God knows who fucking the hangovers there's going to be after all this ends. Um, they're talking about 12 weeks now. Uh, limiting like our ability to get out and about because uh, um, they they're still letting us out over here. Obviously, people in the UK know this, but I'm talking to our foreign listeners, um, uh, foreign to us anyway, and they are more than welcome to listen. <laughs> just just in case anyone goes, hey, what do you mean by that? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so they've they've uh, said we we all need to stay two meters apart, um, uh, which is uh, um, you know like I, I I imagine it's all right. I I imagine that's with strangers, isn't it? Like people you don't know, but people holding hands and shit. You know, like if it's your fucking wife, and you live in the same fucking house anyway. You know, I don't I don't think it's going to make a lot of difference when you're out and about to stay two metres apart, is it? You know, if you're living in the same environment, stop shaming people for fucking shit. Jesus. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, we're meant to stay two metres apart, but, like, everyone went, apparently, went mental. Everybody had, all of a sudden... Uh, because of the threat of coronavirus, everybody wants to go and fucking climb Mount Snowden, apparently. <laughs> That's how they're fucking dealing with it. Or get out in the parks and have a fucking walk around. It's been a fucking lovely day today as well here uh, in the UK. Um, but yeah, apparently that is one of the symptoms of coronavirus is you immediately want to go and climb a mountain. So... Um... <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Jesus. Uh, I've been to Snowden and I didn't... I actually went uh, um, a couple of years ago, I think it was. Uh, I actually went to Snowden and didn't... uh, Went all the way there and didn't want to climb the fucker, let alone uh, doing it in a fucking pandemic. Jesus. I don't know. There's one... Maybe that is, you know, maybe that is on somebody's bucket list. Maybe they had that Three Peaks Challenge, as mentioned in material. Um, maybe had that Three Peaks Challenge going. I don't know. And I had to do it in 24 hours and thought, ah, oh, Jesus, I've started this on the Friday. They've, they've said for everybody to socially distance, but I've got to tick this fucker off. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, maybe they think the altitude up there may help. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's been quite nice around here, to be perfectly honest. There seems a little bit of a sense of community around um, around the villages, around uh, Briggs Towers, around uh, the neighbours to Briggs Towers and stuff like that. I had a little card popped in the door from the old neighbours. 
uh, saying, if there's anything you need or anything. I, I genuinely, when I first read the card, I thought, how, how fucking old do they think I am? <laughs> that fucking paranoid shit in the back of your head. How fucking old and vulnerable. They've obviously seen me um, limping around down to the shop. Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, that, that, it was quite sweet, you know what I mean? It was quite a sweet thing to do, very neighbourly. Uh, being as I just like, I, I, usually with the old neighbours, yeah, I'm just sort of, uh, all right, how you doing? Um, yeah, cool, all right. Uh, and um, then disappear like a fucking rat up a drain pipe back into Briggs Towers, close, close those, uh, those uh, doors at the front and uh, lock myself away a little bit. But everybody's been a little bit more uh, neighbourly, I suppose, you know, like um, messaging WhatsApp groups. I'm not on WhatsApp anyway, so... Um, um, and things like that. They ultimately deteriorate into nonsense, don't they? WhatsApp groups, uh, I believe, in my experience. If it's anything like um, groups on Facebook when they set up a fucking... Um, a uh, group for a gig on Facebook and uh, the drivel it just descends into um, is uh, like, hey, this is the address for the gig. Okay, that's cool, cool, cool. I can make that. Hey, uh, and then somebody's got to fucking chip in. And then somebody's got to top that. And uh, at which point I just take a fucking screenshot of the address and the time I have to be there and then leave that fucking group. <laughs> Even on social media, I ain't that sociable. Um, so um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was kind of kind of sort of like nice. Uh, the old neighbours dropping a card in and stuff like that. And uh, obviously, you know, you say like, if there's anything I can help with, um, uh, just let me know. But in the back of your mind, <laughs> you're thinking, please don't call me up on that one because I really, really, uh, um, you know. Just want to uh, keep myself to myself, if that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, hey, you know, it's like that whole, just when you're getting out of society, they pull you back in, don't they? It's the fucking Godfather Part 3 all over again. Uh, before Michael has that diabetic stroke. Uh, anyway, um, so, yeah, I haven't been up to loads this week, uh, to be perfectly honest. I, I I had to go on a bit of a mystery tour. I know. Uh, a bit of a mystery tour yesterday. Uh, I had ordered some essentials to get me through this pandemic, uh, a new pair of trainers. <laughs> and I had to pay a fucking customs charge on it as well, which is fucking... You, you see that you see the amount it costs, and then like uh, you get hammered with a customs charge. So I had to fucking pay that, and they said they'll be delivering it on Friday. Uh, and then I checked online and stuff like that. I was in all day, and nothing happened. And then fucking, it says delivered delivered at eleven thirty four, and uh, obviously I've got cameras on Briggs Towers to protect the um, to protect the uh, the silverware that we have in here, um, and there was nothing on cameras or anything, so I went down to the fucking Royal Mail, and um, and they said, oh, well, it, it says here it's still in the van, so, like, go back, and then if it's not delivered or whatever, then come down first thing tomorrow morning. So I had to fucking, obviously, it's not delivered, is it? Because it's not on a fucking van. 
because like on my system, like on the normal track and trace, it said it had been delivered at 11.34, but apparently they're two different fucking systems. Uh, so I had to go down Saturday morning, and then they were like, okay, well, leave this. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, leave your details and we'll get back to you. And I was like, oh, this is going to drag on. And then a couple of hours later, the old boy fucking rang me and said it had been delivered to some other fucking prick in uh, house number four. Um, very similar address to mine. Uh, very similar postcode, but it's like just around the corner. Uh, like at the top of my, uh, at the top of uh, Briggs Towers Estate, and uh, so so I drove up there. To be honest with you, I ain't gonna fucking lie. I thought, oh fucking hell, the geezer's obviously not took it back. Um, he could be a bit of a wanker. You never know, you know, if somebody's gonna tell you that, you know, get a bit funny or something like that. So I had a fucking hammer rammed down the back of my phone. <laughs> I know, I know, people. It's paranoid times. Right, I thought he could fucking mug me, nick me last can of soup. You know, anything could happen these days, couldn't it? He could cough on me, suddenly just start coughing up me. I have to take him out. I don't know. I don't know what the guidelines are for that now. If somebody coughs, coughs on you, can you get away with killing them with a hammer? Would that be all right? Just a fucking, I don't know, fifty pound fine. You know, three points on your fucking license. That's about it. Yeah, it's difficult times, people. I don't know where the rules are. I imagine murder is still illegal. I imagine it is. Um, but um, you never know. You never know. The police might have other things to do. You're certainly not going to court at the minute anyway, are you? Um, I don't know. I think the law courts are still open, but I don't know. Let's have a bit of tea and calm down a bit. So I went out to go around to see this geezer. He's quite a nice guy, actually. And he goes, oh, yeah, I was going to take it back down to the post office. Uh, it's in a car. So he got it out of the car and shit like that. And then um, uh, and then gave them to me, obviously. Like, I went to the door and said, oh, I'm Ben Briggs or whatever. Um, like, my name's on the the thing. Like, and, and uh, but it's not. And it, somebody had, like, fucking typed, like, done a handwritten um, uh, label, like, with the address and stuck it over fucking my address. So they've obviously fucked up somewhere at the post office. But... Got those, just about to go, and he's handing them over to me, and he goes, oh, well, it's nice to meet another Ben Briggs as well. And I was like, what, what, what are you on about? Is that your name then? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm Ben Briggs. He's, his name's Ben Briggs. He lives, like, literally about half a mile away from me. His address is virtually the same as mine. Um, I think the postcode's a little bit different. Obviously, the road name's different. But there's not, you know, like, it, that's a drive, this is a drive, you know, like, fucking, and he goes, oh, I'm a Ben Briggs as well. And I was about, <laughs> I said to somebody, it would have been fucking brilliant if I'd have just gone, no, you ain't, mate. I'm Ben Briggs, yeah, yeah, you just, you, you fucking Google Ben Briggs, yeah, and it'll come up with me, yeah? That's what it does, yeah? Are you Ben Briggs? You've got the fucking website, have you? BenBriggs.co.uk or thebenbriggs.com, yeah? It's all in there, yeah? You've got the podcast, have you? The Ben Briggs podcast. You ain't Ben Briggs, mate. Stop trying to be me. Behave yourself, yeah? Stop trying to steal my identity just because my fucking trainers have been sent to your house. <laughs> but, yeah, we've got another Ben Briggs just at the road, people. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. You know what I mean? I feel a little bit less, uh, you know, he wasn't, uh, he, I don't know, he just wasn't the sort of Ben Briggs that I wanted him to be. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> it seems a bit of a boring sort of like wife, two kids sort of Ben Briggs. You know, he looked, it was like looking in a mirror if I took a different path, a little bit of a different route in life. I could have been that Ben Briggs, you know what I mean? But on this one, we're here on the airwaves right now. 25 past, like, fucking 10 on a Sunday night, yeah? What's he doing? Watching Country File repeats, yeah? That's what he's doing, isn't he? You know, keeping two metres away from his wife who he hasn't fucked in 10 years anyway. Not that there's any problem with that. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a bit weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird. I was a bit weirded out by that. Um, just another Ben Briggs, you see. Not the Ben Briggs of the Ben Briggs podcast. You know, it's all in the name, isn't it? I, I literally open this podcast with that. Ben Briggs. I am Ben Briggs. This is the Ben Briggs podcast. Whatever I fucking say at the start, I don't know. I don't know. I say it, every, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so I've got the fucking trainers. That's the main thing. I am now prepared for the uh, pandemic um, with some new trainers. And uh, I, if I'm going out, I'm going to go out with fucking nice fucking trainers on. That's for fucking sure. Um, when it all goes to shit, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the little journey I went on. I found myself on that journey, literally. Well, more metaphorically, or another version of myself. I don't know. With everything going on and being in the flat all the time, I thought far too much about it. Uh, being in Briggs Towers too too much. And I was like, hey, man, this is, is this some sort of parallel dimension I've gone into where uh, that everybody's called Ben Briggs? <laughs> like a John Malkovich, uh, uh, being John Malkovich type of thing. <laughs> I don't know, people. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that's all I've been up to. Uh, apart from that, I have been on uh, Briggs Sofa, um, just uh, hanging around and getting cups of tea and that sort of thing. Still recovering people from the extensive surgery. Uh, <laughs> there I am, fucking eliciting sympathy like Sam Smith. Did you see that? Did you see that? This this is a turnaround for the events. Finally, right? People have started to toughen up a little bit, I think. Like this is, you know, giving people a sense of fucking perspective on shit. Because you had the whole thing, like, um, at the minute, Sam Smith is a singer or something, and he, I don't know, he's an X Factor one or something like that, isn't he? Something like that. When he came out, like, the the um, the fucking article immediately confused me because um, uh, they said Sam Smith uh, uh, has caused uh, basically uproar on the internet because he was sobbing, uh, uh, because they were sobbing, and they were... But uh, they were sobbing uh, on the internet and stuff like that. And um, they were seen um, going out for a walk where they uh, were listening to me. And I was like, they, there's only one geezer in a picture. What's all this about? And um, uh, and then something clicked into my mind immediately. I was like, I was really confused by the article because it was like, uh, they... What what the fuck is... There's one geezer in the fucking picture, man. Surely you can get it wrong once. The first time I read it, I thought, well, they've clearly got that wrong. They've, uh, but no. This is... Uh, something clicked in the back of my mind of, like, having read something a few months ago about how uh, Sam Smith wants to be referred to as they now. 
and he was hailed as a hero. That's what he was. He was a hero, wasn't he? Because he he didn't want to be a he. He wanted to be a they. And everyone went, good for you, Sam Smith. You're fucking breaking ground here. Um, someone like you is a great example um, for um, uh, non-binos everywhere. Um, and uh, he was hailed as a hero. And then this week, uh, he was hauled up self-isolating and made a video post on Instagram and um, uh, of him crying because he was dealing with self-isolation. Not that he's got coronavirus or anything like that, but uh, he was crying and fucking apparently pretending to cry or, like, making himself cry or something like that. And basically, it went from Sam Smith, man, you're a hero to all non-binary people to this week when he posted that video to, all right, then, son, we've had enough of this shit now. Behave yourself. (laughs) Oh, at fucking last, somebody has had put a little bit of perspective on this whole thing that it's not just a fucking publicity stunt for fucking celebrities who want to get out there, you know, and get a little bit of... People are fucking dying, son. Yeah, you've got nothing to do at home or anything like that, have they? Uh, have they, literally. And, um, you know, you've got nothing to do at home. You're a little bit upset. Yeah, people are dying, right? You know in your fucking £12 million mansion or whatever it is. You know, I'm sure, you know, you've got a fucking Xbox or something like that. Write another song. Here's a thought. Write another song. Oh, no, you don't write your own songs, do you? I don't know. Um, Yeah, so uh, that was nice to see a bit of clarity in uh, people's uh, judgment, finally, about this. Um... And the th- it seems to be a bigger threat seems to eliminate small, uh, you know, small, unworthwhile, little fucking niggly little problems that we all have in the day and that sort of thing. Bringing communities together like my neighbours, you know, dropping a card in, that sort of shit. It's fucking nice, isn't it? But everybody's, you know, everybody's suffering a little bit, aren't they? You know, climbing the walls a little bit and shit like that. Nobody needs fucking... Pop stars fucking make him crying fucking videos about shit. But I love the way how everyone went, you were a hero for that, but you're taking a piss now, sweetheart. Behave yourself. (laughs) I loved it. Fucking loved it. Um, What are we on? Let's have a little look here. Have a little lean over. 22, 22 fucking minutes. Um, Yeah, so... um, You've also got the old group set up now on Facebook, the old naming and shaming of the uh, war profiteers. Um, some comedians fall into that category at the moment, I think. <laughs> Profiteering out of this fucking thing. Um, yeah, the old uh, places, um, uh, uh, corner shops and shit like that, charging like fucking a quid a toilet roll or fucking 20 26 quid one photo for for a bottle of hand sanitizer. You just don't shop there. That's what you do. Everybody in that community just needs to give them a big fuck you and not shop there ever again, do they? Um, You know, somebody's charging that sort of shit, you know. There's no, you know, they're not getting charged that shit. Is it really worth it? This is the thing, right? These people who are charging sort of like 12 quid for like fucking nine toilet rolls or something, 
or uh, £26, like I just said about hand sanitizer. Is it really worth it? That hand sanitizer, they're probably selling that for about four quid, three quid, something like that. Is it really worth it to lose your fucking... You're going to sell out of this shit anyway. You know what I mean? You're going to sell the fucking toilet rolls and all that sort of shit and hand sanitizer and cleaning shit and that sort of thing. You're going to sell that anyway. Tin food, if you got that, you're going to sell out of that shit anyway. Is it really worth it, depending on how this, how long this thing lasts? For the sake of fucking 20 quid. You're not having... You're not going to make millions. You ain't got millions of fucking hand sanitizers at the back. You've probably got a couple of boxes. For the sake of fucking, you know, for the sake of pissing off your fucking community, is it really worth being that greedy? Then again, this is, this is the sort of time when you see what people are really like, don't you? You see the nice side of people helping out their neighbours. Hey, you want to hand to the shops? You know, do you want me to pick you up some fucking, I don't know, some lube? I don't know. I don't know what your relationships are like. <laughs> That'd be a very odd neighbourly. Hey, uh, Ben, uh, just going to the shops. Do you want me to pick you up some lube? I'm okay, thanks, mate. I'm okay. I'm okay for lube at the moment. If it gets to that stage, I will uh, go I'll post a little note in your door. But, um, yeah, you know, you see the nice side of it, don't you? And then you see the fucking greedy fucking war profiteers, fucking black market fuckers who just want to fucking make a buck off the back of other people's fucking anxiety and suffering. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, one thing I did watch this week, uh, which was fucking amazing, which is a documentary on Netflix. I know I just slagged off next Netflix, didn't I? For not having much choice. But this is a documentary you people out there in the world and the world and 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 further than the world. Everyone in this solar system needs to watch this film, uh, to, uh, documentary Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem and Madness. It is one of the most fucked up, weird documentaries I've ever um, watched. It's like some geezer who fucking bred tigers out in America, obviously. So that's where all the tigers are in captivity in America. You've got about, I think it said there's about 4,000 tigers left in the wild and four to 6,000 in private collections in America. They love a fucking tiger out there and a gun. Anything that can kill. Um, this documentary is fucking amazing. Uh, here's, here's the highlights for me. Start of the second episode. Well, basically, it's about like some weird guy. Um, he calls himself, I'm a gay gun-toting fucking Texan or whatever. So um, he's, he's got a fucking bleached mullet. If that's not as much of a cliche, um, he's got a bleached blonde mullet. Uh, and um, he breeds tigers and shit like that. And um, a lot of the times he was, um, uh, you know, like he, he starts pissing off people because he's breeding tigers essentially to have them petted and shit like that. And then uh, everything starts spiraling out of control for him. Uh, in the second episode, one person on his, uh, uh, one of his, one person on his staff has her arm ripped off at the start of the second episode. That's a highlight. Uh, in another episode, another staff member fucking around with a gun shoots himself in the fucking head. Uh, that's a highlight of that episode. And you get to see the reaction 
it happened under a CCTV camera as he he's pointing again at somebody else. And he says, uh, oh, it's all right, it's not loaded or whatever, and then fucking puts it to his temple, clicks it, and obviously he forgot about the one in the chamber, as we've all done sometimes when we've uh, coughed. (laughs) And uh, blew his fucking brains all over the wall. Uh, And you get to see the reaction of the guy he did it in front of, and it's fucking fascinating. Uh, (laughs) I thoroughly, they ought to make that a fucking Olympic sport. Uh, blowing your brains out. Uh, he's done that in 2.5 seconds with a good spread of 18 metres across that wall. That is a new world record, Bob. Um, yeah, so um, that's good. And then eventually, uh, uh, he, uh, the guy running the park, there's a woman who he's got a like bit of a rivalry with who he allegedly, well, not allegedly, because he got put in prison for it, um, uh, tries to have killed, and then people he works for start working for the FBI. Ah, oh, I tell you what, there's a lot going on there, people. There is a lot going on, and it's uh, it's well worth a watch. It's sort of like, um, kind of like he's the uh, yin yang version of a Chris Packham, <laughs> but a fucking imagine Chris Packham with fucking two guns on his hips. A fucking blonde mullet, um, and um, who actually breeds and beats tigers, and uh, yeah, he's not a lot like he he's sort of like the uh, uh, the exact mirror image of Chris Packham. Uh, so if you can imagine that, it's fucking great. Chris Packham, uh, foreign listeners, is a um, wildlife guy, like in the UK. Um, what are we on? Um, uh, 29 minutes, man. Uh, I'll end on. The, I'll end talking about this because this is a bit of a weird other news going on at the minute, uh, other than the old coronavirus, as people say, can't pronounce their ass. Um, I uh, I saw in the news that uh, Ronaldinho is actually in prison in Paraguay. Ronaldinho, one of the most famous footballers to ever fucking um, exist, um, to ever play the game, particularly. Um, I think he was like world footballer of the year, like twice or something like that. He's like one of the most famous. He's currently serving time in in a Paraguayan prison. Uh, South American country and South America loves their football because he tried to sneak into the country using a false passport. (laughs) He must be one of the most recognised faces. Having come from Brazil... In South America, he must be one of the most recognisable people, not only because he's got a fucking a, a career that is so successful in football, the most popular sport in South America, um, other than cutting down the rainforest. Um, but he has also um, got um, buck teeth. You, you know... You, He's going to walk into a room and you're instantly going to go, that's Ronaldinho over there. He's got buck teeth. He's got the fucking long, wavy air. And, um, you know, and he, you know, he's a very distinctive looking person who tries to sneak into a country on somebody else's passport. He must have gone up there and gone, uh, oh, you're, you're, um, Juan, this, uh, Juan Ramirez? Are you Juan Ramirez? It says on your passport, Juan Ramirez. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm Juan. 
You're fucking one Odinio, mate. Yeah? Because you've got the fucking... T- you... Anybody, they must have seen him walking in and gone, oh, fucking hell, man. Oh, I hope I get Ronaldinho coming through my fucking, uh, through my channel, see if I can get a fucking autograph with him. And he comes through, it's like, Juan Ramirez? What? <laughs> fucking hell. What a thick fucking twat. Uh, anyway, um, so it just goes to show people you can have the world at your feet, literally. And even he doesn't want to be himself, does he? He wants to be Juan. I don't know. I don't know what name he used, to be perfectly honest, but that is fucking... i tell you what, though. There's pictures of him playing football in um, in the prison and the football team must have fucking creamed himself as, <laughs> as they walked through. The old manager's there going, oh, fucking hell, we're going to struggle this week. We've got... Oh, we just need... Like, all I need is one good player. One good player. We've got a new intake and they're, they're all gathered up... Shouting at um, fresh fish as they walk in, and then he's just creamed himself as Ronaldinho walks through the door. Fucking yes, <laughs> you're straight up front, son. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, people, that is episode ninety-two. Uh, we will get uh, episode ninety-three out on time on Tuesday. Holy fucking shit! I know. I know, it's going to be out on Tuesday night. We're going to get the adverts back for Tuesday as well. We've been working on those, uh, some of those, uh, during this uh, testing time. It all means uh, a little bit more now, doesn't it? Uh, it seems to mean a little bit more saying, uh, take care of yourselves or, you know, like, how are you doing? There seems more gravitas behind it these days, I think. Uh, but that's episode 92. If you want to um, uh, message me about anything or ask any questions or whatever or just call me a bit of a prick, uh, the email address is podcast at uk. I will be back on Tuesday, people. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, motherfuckers, and I'll speak to you then. Take care.